0: All right, let's get into the message this morning. Again, thank you for being faithful as uh, we start the year off. And um, maybe some of you, you're, you're keen to get your year underway. You've got your, your goals, your resolutions, and hopefully you got off to a good start and, and got that underway. And... Um, Maybe last night, and I can see a little bit of a little bit of weariness. Some some with glazed looks in their eyes, and some actually waited up and counted down to midnight. And um, and actually, we did that last night. So maybe one of the resolutions that you have is after last night, you won't do that again. You won't stay up till midnight again. But I'm certainly feeling that way a little bit this morning. And we've uh, we've had a busy week we've had the all of our family and, and extended family uh, come up from uh, come from Sydney and it's just been a lot of eatings we have a, a, a renewal of hope perhaps uh, perhaps some of the things that 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 came from last year you have a, a little bit more resilience and perspective to take them on and you know the, there's there's all those resolutions that uh, that that perhaps you're looking to to achieve and you, you the, I read uh, this week the there was a survey done of a thousand people the top 10 resolutions and number 10 was spend more time with family number nine fall in love number eight help others in their dreams that's nice number seven quit smoking number six learn something exciting number five staying fit and healthy Number four, enjoy life to the fullest. Number three, spend less, save more. Those usually come together. Number two, getting organized, and then number one, who can guess? Lose weight. All right, and um, and some of us that that's that's on our list. And I'm pretty sure when I looked it up, number eleven was was uh, wear a bow tie this year. Okay, so um, or maybe further down the list, probably 111. But um, we're glad to to to. Put some things in order when we get into a new year. We're glad to sort of look at it and go, well, it's a fresh start and it's a natural sort of break from what was to what we're looking forward to. And it's day one. We've got 364 days left to continue to do these. And, um, you know, you might have your resolutions. And I think I read someone posted, you know, what is a, what, what is a, a a New Year's resolution, it's the list that you do for one week or the first week of the year. But you know, when it comes down to it, there's there's a lot of things that we can look look forward to in a new year. And yet when it comes down to it, what we lack is not so much the resolutions, but maybe the resolve to get some things done. And I wanna I wanna give you just a couple of things this this morning as we think about the year, just really to get some things in order. Maybe some things that we can just look to as we head into 2023 that as as believers, as God's people, we can just get back in order and and, and help then set our year into a year of fruitfulness and a year of faithfulness and a year that, that we can look back in at the end of the year, at the beginning of the new one next year to say, well, we did all we can and we've done what we can for the Lord. And I hope that that's your desire this morning as we uh, enter into 2023, and and I hope that that as we look at these, that you would just just look at these simple thoughts this morning, and just start to apply it into your own lives. Start to look at it and see how you can apply these things, and and have some some resolve for the new year. And you know, uh, as you read through this chapter of scripture, right through the book of Ephesians, there's a great emphasis on the body. There's a great emphasis on the picture of the church as the body of Christ, and there's a great emphasis there, and, and there's several several times this word is used, walk. You know, in, in chapter 2, we're not to walk as we used to walk as the Gentiles, we're meant to be different, we've been saved by grace through faith and not of, of ourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And, because of that, there's a renewed path that we're meant to walk, a new way we're not to walk as we had previously walked. And he continues a little bit of that thought at the beginning of chapter 5, and he says in verse 1b, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. And he's saying there's a, there's a certain way I want you to walk. There's a certain way I want you to to approach this this life that I've now given you and and whilst we can apply this uh, to really to life in general I think it's a good reminder as we begin a new year on how to walk some things that we ought to resolve that we ought to do and he goes on and he talks a little bit about the contrast of that and how how we are to walk in a certain way but there's a there's the the way that we shouldn't walk and he goes on and he talks a little bit about that he says in Verse 10, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. He goes, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. And so he's saying that there's certain things that I don't want you to walk like. There's certain things that I need you to remember that was your former walk, that was your former life. And I don't want you to walk that way. And then right as he then says that you have all these things that you ought to walk, uh, even as you are the light, uh, as children of light. He goes on and then he says, see then, see then. And right in the mi- middle of the, the chapter, he gives three things that I think would, would be a good linchpin. Good three things that we ought to just resolve that we will do for this new year so that we can walk the way God would have us to walk. So that we can be the, the children of light and be the, the kind of God's people that, that he, has, he has called us to be he says, see then. He's almost like saying, see to it that you do these things. And, you know, when you, you, uh, you leave instructions for your, your kids, maybe you're going away for a couple of days, and, and, and some parents, you know, they've taken advantage over the school holiday. Their kids are old enough. They're, they're able to stay home on their own, and one day we'll get there, right? But uh, we look at that, and we, we go, see to it that... And so, by the end of the, by the time I come back, is what I'm what he's saying. And so he's saying that I've given you all these things. So see to it that you do these things. These are some things that we ought to resolve for this coming year. And and I, I want to give you those these three things this this morning. Just a simple thought today as we start the year. I don't wanna uh, don't want to overwhelm our, us. We just want to get some things in order as we get into 2023 let's pray we'll ask the lord to bless and we'll get into the, the the three points this morning father we come before you and want to thank you dear lord for your goodness and grace and thank you dear god for the lord the, the joy it is to open your word on the first day of a new year and lord it's uh, it, it's it's often the case as we look ahead that lord we we focus on things that we don't know and yet so vividly and so so explicitly you give us the things that we ought to, ought to know and ought to do. And I pray that, Lord, those would be the things that we just place into our lives already, that, Lord, we would start the year off with, with an understanding of your, uh, your, your expectation and, Lord, for us to get ourselves back in order as we head into 2023. And I pray that you'd help us this morning as we open your word to learn, to grow, and then to be, to be matured into the likeness of you. And so we love you, Lord. We thank you. We ask for your enabling this morning. In Jesus' most precious, holy, wonderful name. Amen. So simple things, uh, the three things that we look at is found in the three verses that we read earlier. He says then, firstly, see then, and then he uses that word again, that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. And so the first thing I want to note with you this morning as we look in Scripture is that we ought to resolve that we would walk circumspectly. And, you know, that word, circumspectly, simply means cautiously. It means with watchfulness every way, with attention to guard against surprise or danger. It has the idea of being diligent to watch, just being watchful in life. You know, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of people who sort of daydream their way through their year. They sort of just walk through the year, and suddenly it's all passed by. They have no idea what's happened. They have no idea what's come about, and before... Too long that just things have have come about in their lives that have damaged or deterred, and and we we are commanded though in contrast to that to walk circumspectly. You know, last evening I mentioned that we we stayed up late and, and basically all week this week, uh, John and Irene's house has been the gathering place for our family. We've been there, I don't know, probably a hundred times it feels like this week, and unfortunately for them, we always just left. And they did all the cleaning, but we're glad for that. Um, we, we were there late last night again. We did the countdown. The kids got all excited. We had sparklers and everything else. But if you've been to their place, they've got that really long driveway. And, you know, of course, at midnight, it's really dark. And you know what comes out at night that we've discovered since coming to Queensland in, 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 in the summer? You know what comes out? Cane toads. Cane toads, right. And so my kids are just deathly afraid of cane toads for good reason, correct? And so what we did, it was dark, and what we had to do was walk carefully. Why? Because we didn't want an encounter at midnight, all right? And so we walked with our our phone torches on, we wanted to, and uh, thankfully Jaden was with us holding our our hands, making us feel safe, and, and making us walk really, really slowly. Why? He wanted to be circumspect because he didn't want to encounter something that that if he could avoid he could have avoided and so many times we enter in the year with a, a little bit of a just a just a a lack of 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 intentionality we walk into the year thinking with great hope and, and a little bit that there's no, nothing wrong with with having hope but sometimes with a lack of care sometimes with a lack of of understanding that there are things ahead that if we're not careful and we're not circumspect and we're not watchful with, can can come into our lives that can cause great damage. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5.8 to be sober, be vigilant. It's the same thought. Why? Because we've got an adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion that walks about seeking whom he may devour. You understand that that, we're entering into 2023, some things haven't changed. We are still in spiritual warfare. We still have enemies out there as Christians that want to trip us up, that want to damage us, that want to uh, d- d- that want us to uh, will cause us to waste away our living if we're not careful and we're not walking circumspectly. The idea of walking circumspect is being watchful in all things. The idea is is understanding that. That we look around and we keep watch around us, and and, and I'm not saying you know in a paranoid way. I'm not saying that that every waking moment and every step we're just fearful. Sometimes we can walk around with a, a bit of a paranoid mindset. I'm saying being full, being careful in the things God has called us to be careful with, to be vigilant, to be circumspect, cautious, and watchful. It's got the idea that we're looking at every angle that. that that idea of being circumspect is 360 degrees. And whilst we can't do that from a really from a human point of view, God has enabled us, why He's commanded us to, 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 to walk in that way. See then that you walk circumspectly. Why? Because if we don't, we do it as fools, not wise. You know, the, the wise thing to do is to approach as we walk this life and we walk into 2023 to walk circumspectly we we need to walk paying attention you know that there's there's an immaturity isn't there in children when they go walking about and we're always careful as parents when they're near the roads or when they're near any kind of danger any any kind of place that is unknown to them any kind of place that we know there's inherent Risks. We're often looking out for them. Why? Because there's an immaturity in their, in their behavior that they could just go about and, and nothing bad can ever happen. Nothing that can ever damage them. And we're, as parents, we're looking over them and looking after them and, and we're asking them to pay attention. And often, in a spiritual sense, we can, be, uh, we can put ourselves in that danger when we walk through life not circumspectly. We're living foolishly. Later on, he's going to exhort us uh, in, in, in verse 18, to be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. You know, that, that understanding of being filled with the Spirit is, he's saying it's being under the influence of. And he's comparing it, he's saying, be not drunk with wine. And, you know, sometimes you, you watch someone who's been drunken and they they have no, uh, they have, all of their inhibitions are gone, and they walk around, stumbling around, and and before too long, without even knowing it, they're bumping into things. They're, they're staggering around without any real understanding of where they're going, perhaps, and, and and what kind of dangers they put themselves in. And and he's there's a contrast there. He's saying, he's saying, walk circumspectly, walk deliberately, walk with purpose, walk understanding that there's some things. And and so how do we do that? How do we walk? Circumspectly, Firstly, by paying close attention to what God says. You understand that there's many things that we can avoid and there's many dangers that we can, uh, we can uh, avoid in our lives that uh, if, if we just listen carefully and paid close attention to what God says, we'd avoid in our lives. That, that if we were just determined to walk circumspectly as He has called us to, that, that we'd avoid if we would just pay close attention to what God says. In Exodus twenty-three, thirteen, in all things that I have said unto you, he says here to the people, there be circumspect. He says and make no mention of the name of other gods, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. You think about uh, even as the nation of Israel entered into newness, as they were heading into the promised land. There's always a great picture there of just entering into new. And what did God immediately do? I was again this week reading through the book of Deuteronomy, I'm just up to that in my Bible reading. And, and you know, the, the book of Deuteronomy is just a second reading of the law. He's just repeating it just before they entered into the promised land. And one of the things that we ought to just get back into, if we're going to truly walk circumspectly for 2023, is just get the Scriptures. It's just get into the Word of God. It's just get back to just getting the warnings of God and getting back to the things of God that tells us the path you know so many so much of the pictures that were given of the word of God is to help us along our way it's a lamp isn't it it's a light isn't it and all of that all of that it, it it's supposed to allay our fears it's supposed to reveal the path that we're to take because there's some paths that we shouldn't take because there's some things that we need to avoid. And yet we're so walking sometimes a little bit just without care for the things that God already has said. For the things that He's trying to get our attention with. And you know, all of us here, we want to have success for this new year. And yet we understand that as God's people, we can't do that apart from the Word of God. We already know Joshua eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And again, that's given to Joshua as he leads his people into newness, into a new path. You know, we've never gone through 2023 before. You know, there's some things we don't know yet. You know, there's some things that we're hoping for. But there's not a map to follow. There's only those things that God has already said that warns us. And so he's saying there, make sure that you pay close attention to what God says. You know, the other thing we can do if we're going to be walking circumspectly is just pray consistently. He says in Mark fourteen thirty-eight, he said to his disciples, watch ye and pray. Lest ye enter into temptation, the Spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. And he's saying here, watch ye and pray. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 6, therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. In 1 Peter 4, 7, but the end of all things is at hand, be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. You know, the the two things that often are, are paired in Scripture when it comes to watching is also praying. You know, too many times we Again, th- those things that, that are basic and that are, 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 are just commonplace, we hear it preached all the time, are the very things that we don't apply, are the very things that we neglect. And some of you, you're, you're, you're sitting here this morning, it's day one of, of 2023, and you came to hear something new. I'm not preaching anything new this morning. I'm just telling you something you already know, but need reminding of. If you're going to walk circumspectly, You just need to pray consistently. You need to approach decisions this year with with prayer. You need to approach each moment that you have that could make a difference with prayer. You need to approach each day, each week, each month as you come about it, as God in His grace gives it to you, as God uh, allows you to walk certain things in, in 2023. The thing that you need to do is pray. Is watch and pray. But then, really, all of it is about preempting harmful situations. You see, in Proverbs 27 verse 12, the Bible tells us, A prudent man foreseeth the evil, and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. He's saying that a prudent man, a wise man, someone who is circumspect, he sees, he foresees the evil, he preempts those things that Perhaps he's learned and seen in others' lives. Perhaps he's learned and seen in his past year. And certainly, as we you reflected on 2022, there's been some lessons that you've learned. There's been some things that God's taught you. If you've been paying close attention, if you've just been listening, you've just been looking at all of those things that's happened in 2022, and we don't want a repeat of that year. We want someone that's learned from that previous year to enter 2023 to enter into the new year with a with fresh eyes to see actually you know there are some things i've learned there are some things i can avoid now because i've understood it and we make we ought to make plans to avoid certain situations that will cause us to stumble in our christian walk you know what we tend to do in the evening is we when you have younger kids there's just toys everywhere Right? There's just stuff everywhere and what you want them to do and what you end up doing as a parents, you start to put away those things in the middle of the night. Right? Why? Because you don't want to be going to the loo in the middle of the night and walking on Legos. Right? That's the most painful thing. Right? You don't, you don't want to walk on those things. There's some things you already know. In the plain sight of day, you could put away so that in the night, in the, the unknown, you don't step on it and preempt those situations. And there's some things that God's taught you in 2022. God's shown you that you ought to put to memory, that you ought to commit to, then go, you know, I'm not going to do that in 2023. I'm going to walk circumspectly. I'm, I'm going to allow this year to be different to the uh, to the year that I've had, and, and maybe in different areas, in relationships, in In finances, in your walk with God, in your careers, your ambitions, in your behaviors. There's so many areas that we can look at and go, you know what, I've learned some things. And I'm going to walk circumspectly about that in this coming year. And so the first thing we note this morning is really firstly a resolve to walk circumspectly. But then notice verse 16, he says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. And here's the next thing: we need to have a resolve to rightly value our time. You know, we often said, uh, here it said, that we have 24 hours in a day. And by the grace of God, that's true. You know, we've got 364 more days in the year. By God's grace, we'll see it through. By God's uh, enabling, we'll we'll have strength in those years, but. Time is time. And we can't we can't manufacture it. We can't we can't produce it in any other way. Even kings and queens have an understanding. Queen Elizabeth I, at her deathbed at the age of sixty-nine, said, All my possessions for a moment of time. And of course, all her possessions couldn't buy an ounce of time. And all of us here were limited. And yet the Bible tells us to redeem. The time. You know that that word redeem means to buy back, to repurchase. How, how do you buy back something that you have to spend? You thought about that? How, how do you repurchase something that will be spent regardless? How do you do that? You have to make the most of it. You have to invest it. That's the only way you're gonna get a you're gonna get a return. You know that. That word time here isn't used in the sense of how we think of time. We typically think of time as a, as a moving thing that, you know, we want to we wanna, we wanna make sure that we spend our time. But, but the understanding here is, is that time is just valuable. That we ought, to, we ought to make the most of the time that God has given us. It's this understanding that we ought to live in the moment, actually. Not not just thinking about how to spend the time that we're going to have, but actually being present in the moment, making the most of time. You know, so many things that, that have been different in what we've, we've always known in, in thinking about what we lived in Sydney. One of the biggest differences is in Sydney, you're always thinking about what your next appointment is. Why? Because you're calculating in your head how long it's going to take you to get there. You're already thinking, well, I've just gotten here. I only have 15 minutes to spend with you because I'm going to drive an hour and a half to get to my next appointment. All right? I know, you're, you're feeling it this morning. But, you know, that's the, the biggest difference for us here in Brisbane is that actually it's not an hour and a half. It's more likely 15 to 20 minutes. And it's more likely we can get there within half an hour if we if, if absolutely we need to get there. And there's there's just a little bit of difference. But, you know, the only... There's no real difference. Time will go anyway, and we better make the most of it while we have it. See, we can't get what we 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 can't hold time that isn't in our hand right now. It's we only have now. It's just gone, just like that. And he's saying the only way to redeem that, vest it, is to put it into something that will get you an eternal return. That's what redeeming the time is. It's not just being wise with your time. No, it's understanding that it's gone and it's, it won't come back and you better invest it so you get some sort of return. That's the only way that you redeem the time. And, and that's the only way we're going to buy it back. And our, our time ought to be something that we value highly. It ought not to be wasted. We ought not to squander it. And uh, someone said this, Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for it is the stuff life is made of don't squander it. Invest it. The psalmist said in, in Psalm 90 that it's, it's like a handbreath. The Bible says in James that it's like a, a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. And, and some of you, you're wondering how it's 2023 today, how time has gone. How, how it's just so quickly gone and how you had great intentions for other things and Really, it just illustrates for us that we can't hold time. You know, we're always, Seneca said this, we're always complaining that our days are few and acting as though there would be no end. We're just acting like we've got another time and yet the only time we have is now. And and so we're speaking about the value of time and, and investing it, it's unique and You know, if you think about it, as God allows us to have this year, you won't have another 2023. You know, the time we have right now is unique. We'll never have this again. We'll never have 1st of January, 2023. We're never going to have where our children are their age right now. You're never going to have the time when you're your age right now. What he's saying here, redeeming the time, is the time's unique. Use it, invest it, make sure that it's not something you just simply squander. He's saying redeem it, buy it back. And the writer here is speaking about valuing time as unique in each moment. And that's, that's you know, when, when something's unique, it's, it's of greatest value. You know, when, when there's something that you can't replicate, there's only one of something. The, the price to, to purchase that is astronomical. You know, we were looking at my my kids have gotten into into sports cards and i was telling them i, I had a when i was their age i had my own collection and all that and then, sadly i had a friend that i trusted who took it and sold it for himself and never gave me any of the money but anyway i've forgiven him and i'm obviously still recalling that so obviously i've forgiven him but um but you know, um, they're, they're into that, and so we're looking up, and, and they're looking at all of these rare cards, and there's only, only ever been made, one made ever, and you know, some, some playing cards uh, are worth $2 million for a little piece of cardboard. And I'm thinking, quick Malachi, sw- s- search through your cards, are there any rare cards there? But you know, when something's unique, there's nothing else like it. And that's what that's what the redeeming the time means. You understand? We you ought to resolve that that you're gonna you're gonna invest your time because that's the only way you're gonna buy it back. That's the only way you're gonna. There's gonna be a repurchase of it. And, and that's the sense that he's given. How do we how do we redeem the time? We need to identify what God values. You understand? God is not a poor investor. And I think about the 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 story of the rich young ruler in Mark chapter ten, how He asked Jesus, how can I inherit eternal life? And he says, um, you know, sell all your goods and give it to the poor. And and the young man's values, he he went away, the Bible says, uh, sorrowful. His values simply weren't aligned with God's values. And there's many Christians who live that way. They're, they're, They're spending their time on many things that don't reap any kind of eternal value. They're going about and they're squandering the time that God has given them. And we need to realign and identify what God values. What are we valuing that God values? And what are we devaluing that actually God highly values? And so we need to then realign, identify what God values. And so we need to invest in things that matter. You know, the Bible simply tells us to seek First the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We we so get so focused on those things that get added unto us, and we don't seek first. We don't value most the things that are of the kingdom of God. And there's so much in the Christian life that we can tap into that is an investment. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes 9.10, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, Whither thou goest, he says that there in verse seventeen, because the days are evil. You know, there's trouble, there's all those things that happen in life, and he's saying redeem it because those all, all these other things, those are evil. He's saying there's a contrast there. We can either invest our time or just allow it to go all to all the troubles. You know, we can we can also invest ourselves in the life of others. You know, so much of our lives can be lived for ourselves, and yet God's mindset is for others. You know, how about you just make it your goal this year to get to know someone new in the church and encourage them? How about we just break away from our little circle of influence? How about we just get away from just our comfort zones a little bit this, this 2023? And how about we just get a little uncomfortable church, and we look across the aisle to someone that we've seen for years but we've never said hello to, and actually get to know their name, and actually get to know their burdens, and actually pray for them, and actually get busy with the things that God cares for? How about we go across our streets and we'll look at our neighbors who's, who, who we've never spoken to, who for, for, for no other reason we've just avoided because we just don't want to get awkward, and we just get in their lives and understand where they're at for uh, in, 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 the, in light of eternity and perhaps even at some point show them we care enough, that we love them enough, that we share the gospel with them. How about that workmate that you've just been annoyed with for the, uh, the upteenth time in 2023 you're thinking, not, that's not going to change. And you actually say hello and get to know what they're going through. And maybe God opens a door for you to be the instrument of change in their lives, and then they won't be so annoying anymore. Because they might then be a brother, then a sister in Christ eventually. Hey, listen, there's so many lives that we can influence. We just walk around, and all we can think about is ourselves. All we think about is just people that, you know, we're already comfortable with. We just go around and, 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 you know, we don't want to go out of our way. What, what if they say something? What if they, hey, listen, if, if Jesus treated us that way, none of us would be saved. And, and I'm so glad that we have a Savior who actually he saw the, that his time on earth, each moment meant something. And so he spent the majority of his, his ministry just being with people. Just being around. You know what he was doing? He was investing in others. What are you doing? What excuse do we have? Well, it's not convenient. Well, it's not my, my season of life means I'm busy with other things. And listen, there's, every one of us can give an excuse. What are we redeeming our time with? How are you redeeming the time? What, what are you investing in this year? What are you investing in that yields something for eternity? F.B. Meyer said the opportunities of life are fleeting past. Let us buy them up. They are most valuable because they form the seed plot of eternity. And we better have the mindset of eternity and not just what's here and now. And so we invest. We redeem the time. Let's resolve to do that. But then lastly, look at verse 17 says, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. It's simple. Just resolve to understand God's will. Right? He says, says, wherefore be ye not unwise. So if you don't do this, right? If you don't do this, you're unwise. The contrast to that, the wise understands what the will of the Lord is. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. What's his plan for your life? Have you approached this coming year thinking, well, Lord, what's your will for me this year? Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, what's your plan? You know, we, we got home last night and we've tried to, it's been something that we've tried to do. Is we just we just before we go to bed, it's the first day of the year. We just specially pray, and we prayed we prayed a bunch of about a bunch of things. Uh, Azariah and I, and we we prayed for you. By the way, we prayed for you. But we came, and it was just this again, Lord, I surrender. Lord, whatever Your will is this year, Lord, I don't know what what tomorrow will bring, but this is, Lord, I surrender again. You know, there's there's some of us who presume the will of God. There's some of you you've you've not prayed that prayer for fear that you would disagree with it. There's some of you who won't dare to pray that because what if God makes you do something that you're uncomfortable with? What if I'm afraid of what he says? And you've just you just don't know God. God is is what we sung about today is a loving God. God is a God of wisdom. And, and yes, there's times He'll bring us to things that we might need to just be more dependent on Him for. But can I ask you, isn't that a good thing? Isn't it a good thing if we we're just more dependent on God? Isn't it a good thing that we just are a little bit unsure? So we ask, have to ask Him for a clarification. Instead of just being comfortable and just sort of holding on to this zone that we're in, and we need to resolve to understand God's will. Why? Because if we don't, then we're unwise. And what is God's will? It, firstly, it's God's will is revealed. Those things He's revealed already in Scripture. First, you know, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, he, he says that we ought to be thankful. You know, it just would be good for us if we just were more thankful in 2023. That's a good goal. If we just showed more gratitude to God and thanked Him for every day, thanked Him for for the meal and actually thanked Him instead of repeating the same words that we've always repeated. Actually thanked Him for the the very things that we're going through and actually thanked Him instead of, you know, pouting at God, whinging at God. How about thanking Him? That's part of His will. That's His revealed will. You know, also your sanctification. What sanctification is? Is your separation. It's that, it's that process of holiness that God wants you put, to put you in. You know, God's not in the process of making you happier. God's in the process of making you holier. And the things that we go through, it's for our holiness. And, and you may not be very happy about it, but in the end, you will be happy about it. And God's, God's calling us to holiness. God's calling us to a life of separation for Him. And that's, that's part of his revealed will. And so many people miss the, the, the will of God for their lives because they just won't get on the journey of sanctification. And they wonder why. Well, God doesn't seem to be directing me. Listen, you won't obey the revealed things, you won't, even, you won't even do the things that he's just blatantly said in his word. So resolve to understand God's will, your sanctification. But you know what else is revealed? It's our surrender. We're supposed to be surrendered. Where's our surrender this morning? 2023, January 1. Did you surrender? Did you say, Lord, here's my life? Take it. Use it. Let me be a living sacrifice, holy, and acceptable. Let me be the the kind of person that you're pleased with. Here's my life, take it. Here I'm willing. I don't know what that means yet but I'm sure you'll tell me. Did you do that? January 1, 2023. Because if you want God's will, it won't happen and you won't know it if you don't do that first. If you don't if you don't come daily to the altar and lay yourself down and lay your ambition down and lay your hurts down and lay your sorrows down and lay those 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 uh, those things that so keep you anchored on this world down. Listen then you're never going to get to the unrevealed parts of God's will because that's the second part of God's will it's the unrevealed in Deuteronomy 29:29 29, 29, the secret things belong unto the lord our god but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of the law and again so many times we're just bumbling around in the darkness of our lives just trying to figure out what life's all about trying to figure out what the will of God is when the very light of the things He's revealed, we refuse. And you wonder why you can't know. You wonder why those things that seemingly others seem to grasp, you don't grasp. Why is it that, that those, those things that we're praying for, we just can't seem to get an answer for? Listen, how's your obedience to the revealed will of God? Do you understand it? Hey, listen, you won't understand it if you're not in the Bible. You won't understand it if you're not in church. You won't understand it if you're not in fellowship with other believers and in, in, in just getting into the Word of God. You need to understand it first. But then the, the other things, they'll, they'll come. You know, the details of our life that we're supposed to know from God and trust God with It'll come if we would just do the things that are revealed first. If you understand God's will, those details will come. And God will then use circumstances. God will then use people. God will then use places in His sovereignty to guide and direct us. And, and all along as He illuminates our mind through the, the Spirit of God, teaching us through the Word of God. And God will use His Spirit as we're filled with the Spirit to lead us with that still small voice in our hearts. And some of you are wondering what that's all about. Well, start with the revealed. Just just get with it. See then. See to it. Have a resolve to understand God's will. And thankfully, it's just day 1. So you don't you haven't missed out on much. You can start today. You don't have to put it off tomorrow. You, you can start today. You, you can start to seek Him today. You, you can start to walk circumspectly today. You, you can start to, 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 uh, to redeem the time today. You can start to then understand God's will today. You know, if we do that, I'll, I'll tell you, we're going to have a great year. You see, in First John 2.17, and the world passeth away. And the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. You know, it's just too many times we just let the year pass and we bumble our way through. No meaning, no purpose, no no intentionality. And yet the Bible tells us, "See then, see then, walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise." Redeem the time because of the because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is. I am the new year. I am an unspoiled page in your book of time. I am your next chance at the art of living. I am your opportunity to practice what you have learned about life during the last twelve months. All that you sought and didn't find is hidden in me, waiting for you to search it, but with more determination. All the good that you tried for and didn't achieve is mine to grant when you have fewer conflicting desires. All that you dreamed but didn't dare to do, all that you hoped but did not will, all the faith that you claim but did not have, these slumber lightly, waiting to be awakened by the touch of a strong purpose. I am your opportunity to renew your allegiance to him who said, Behold, I make all things new. And may this year be the year of just looking to God for renewal. Would you just renew your resolve to walk circumspectly? Would you just renew your resolve to value your time, redeem it, buy it back, invest it? Would you just make this year the year that you resolve to understanding God's will? Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for the time that we've had. Just again, in these short couple of verses to... Lord, to realign our year and to get it back in order already. Help us there, Lord, this year too. Lord, to. Lord, to do these three things to be resolved. Lord, to walk circumspectly to redeeming the time. And Lord, to understanding your will. And Father, all of us here will go through different things. Lord, you've mapped, Lord, uh, our year out, Lord, for us. And we simply got to follow you and Lord help us, dear God, to just understand and to see and with great purpose follow after you. And Lord, I'd pray that you just help each and every one here this morning. We're gonna have a time of invitation and a